0: Of Stuck in My Mind podcast. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I'm very excited. My next guest is an um, is entrepreneur with over two decades of experience, a remarkable journey through the world of business ownership. Welcome to the show, Evans, Evans Putman.
1: All right. Thank you. Thank you, Wise. I appreciate it, man. This is going to be fun. I look forward to uh, the conversation.
0: Oh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. So let, let's just jump right into it, Evans.
1: Can, yeah, can let's us- do it.
0: Can you tell us about your, your entrepreneurial journey? What were the major milestones, challenges, and lessons you experienced along the way?
1: Wow. Yeah. So it's funny. You mentioned 20 plus years. You know, I just, I just that was reminded to me in a podcast interview of all things. Um, I had forgotten how long it was until somebody brought it up. I started sharing my story and I went back and looked and was like, wow, it's been over 20 years. We're talking back in the day of... Dial up, um, you know, big. I, I used to have an e commerce type store. I had a big old giant heavy credit card machine in my house. <laughs> you know, none of this cool stuff that we have now. So, I think the first part of the journey was just sort of making the decision, right? Deciding I wanted to do things differently. I, I was, I used to be a personal trainer, and as a personal trainer, I wanted to um, find ways to make more money. And my time was limited. So since my time was limited, I had to figure out how to do it. And I actually stumbled on to one of the first online fitness opportunities out there. And it was this thing called fitness generator, where you could put together these little cartoon people drawings and turn them into workouts. And so as I got into that, I was like, I sort of like this online space, but you know what? I think I like the marketing more than the doing. Um, so I shifted from personal training and got more into the marketing side of things. And that led me through many iterations of creating a couple different businesses, learning everything I could, selling those businesses. And then eventually it came to the point where I was doing marketing strategy and consulting and found myself in the podcast space of all places. It wasn't intentional at all. So.
0: So what inspired you to, you mentioned the podcasting space. What inspired you into, what inspired you to explore the world of podcasting and how did you come up with your unique podcast sales funnel method?
1: Yeah. So thanks for asking. And it's, it didn't, there was no, ins, okay, well there was an inspiration. The inspiration was I'd lost all my clients um, through various <laughs> things that had happened, my marketing clients. And I ran across this guy, I started to sort of beat myself up for a little while. Um, and I'm like, OK, I got to got to make some more money because my wife had just come home. Think, we were doing great. So she came home to spend more time with our daughter. And all of a sudden, my three big whale clients, for multiple reasons, had to leave and left me with nothing. You know, basically just a, a couple little small contracts. And I found this guy after a day of beating myself up. I got back up like we all have to. Right. We got to be responsible for our own success, pick ourselves up and move forward. So I did that, saw this guy looking for somebody to help with show notes for a podcast. And I'm like, okay, that's like something I might've done 10 years earlier when I was just getting into like writing, but it was a little below my pay grade, but I kept coming back to this for some reason it was stuck in my mind. So I ended up reaching out to the guy and um, discovered we lived in the same town which was quite interesting because most of the time, most of my clients were, I'd never met them in person before. So we ended up, I said, well, you know, we live in, I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. He lived on uh, Folly beach, which isn't too far from me. It's on the other side of Charleston. So we met and like, um, like I, I would, I would suggest to any good marketing consultant or entrepreneur do do a little digging. Cause usually there's a little bit more underneath there than on the surface. Right. So as we started talking, I discovered he didn't just need show notes. Um, the reason he posted that is because his wife was helping him with the show notes and she pretty much said, I'm done. You, you're going to do them yourself <laughs> or somebody else is going to do them. But I started asking him questions like, you know, well, he, cause he had a podcast. I'm like, well, what's your big, your, you know, your big aspirational vision for what you want to do with this? Is it just the podcast? Do you want to, you have a business? And it turns out he wanted to build an entire business around real estate sales training. He came from that background. He was a really, really successful real estate agent who had retired, sold over a billion with a B dollars in real estate. He knew what he was doing, knew what he was talking about, but he had a unique method, right? Which is really important for those listening is like, you know, create your unique method, create something that's unique to you and the way that you do things that showcases your talent, your experiences, um, you know, your expertise. And that's what he had done. And what he had done wise was he had gone from working basically all day long, every day, not making money, not seeing his kids grow up to figuring out how to work three and a half days a week and make immensely much more. I mean, he ended up retiring was one of the most successful agents out there. So we were teaching others how to do that as well. So there was this mission behind it. So once i learned all of this from him, I said, give me the weekend. I'll go build out a strategy. We'll see if it's a good fit. Um, And that started the journey into podcasting. Cause at that point he was like, I love this. And he's like, now we're going to be able to grow my podcast audience. Right. And I'm like, absolutely. Then I go home. I'm like, how the heck am I going to grow this podcast? audience?" (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but figured it out along the way. And that's sort of that through that business where, which we grew to a hundred and, and in the first 12 months, we grew to 150,000 monthly listeners organically, wow. um, each month, about an average, uh, it took us about six months to hit around 60 to 70,000. Then we jumped up to 150 and we sort of fluctuated between 150 and 190. Um, and it was all organic, no paid traffic. And within that, we figured out a system that was able to get us a lot of leads. We went from getting no leads from our show to getting a 78.6% opt-in rate. For those of you that aren't in the marketing space, that's crazy, right? (laughs) And I know that number by heart because it is crazy. (laughs) Um, And from there, we were able the first 12 months to go to half a million in sales through our real estate sales training from our podcast. So that was the beginning of the podcast sales funnel system. And now when I look back on it and I teach other people the same system, it looks, I share all the time. I'm like, it looks like, you know, you're having a birthday or let's say Christmas or whatever. All the packages are all wrapped and all perfect and pretty underneath the tree or on the table for the birthday celebration. But there's that room where all the wrapping took place and it's chaos stuff everywhere, you know, papers, tape, not, I mean, it's just chaos. So it was chaos through this whole process. It looks really nice and neat now, but um, it was one of those things where we just tried things and the more we tried things and the more we fell down, we just got up and tried something else. And eventually we were able to piece the pieces together that created this really cool system around this podcast that basically made the podcast, the engine that drove that business. We didn't do any other marketing, no paid ads, nothing else. It was just through that podcast that we built that entire business. And, um, I ended up going on and leaving to teach other people how to do this. I went from contractor to partner and ended up leaving the business to cause I felt called to, to help others. I was like, if I can help other entrepreneurs with big, positive messages and missions like Pat, Um, then I can create a bigger impact. So how do I do that? I can't do it while I'm here. So I got to leave, even though we're successful, I got to go do it somewhere else. And within about probably less than a year, he ended up selling the business. So the podcast is still out there, but we basically took what was nothing, just a podcast and a vision and a dream, turned it into a, a sellable business with the podcast that drove that that engine. And that's, that's where the whole podcast ATM business model, podcast sales funnel. Um, cause I think a lot of times when you call it a podcast sales funnel, people can visualize sort of what it might look like. Right. But I like to call it, I call it the podcast ATM model. Um, because those were Pat's words and they stuck with me where he was like, you know, Evans, it was like, it's like you created this. Um, you turn my podcast into an ATM where I can just show up, share my message, do what I like to do, talk on the microphone and the podcast is delivering clients and sales and leads on a regular basis in the background. Wow. Well,
0: wow. so you asked my next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, was, a, I was, it was the turning point, but you just gave me the answer.
1: <laughs> Well, I can share, I'll share deeper on that because here's the thing I'd like to share wise is that it was, it was, we went to a marketing event and I'm sitting there and I'm watching, I'd never been to this kind of event before, a bunch of entrepreneurs. I'm thinking they're going to all show up on stage, talk about, you know, their big wins and how, you know, like I made all this money doing this, got me a big house and that, but instead they kept coming up there talking about all the people's lives that they were changing. They were sharing stories of the people that worked with them and how their lives had changed. And I literally, it was like I had this voice in my ear that was like, you know, this is what you're meant to do. And when I sort of heard that, it sort of stuck with me for a while because I stayed in the business because I I was like, I'm a partner in this business. We're being successful. We're on this kind of trajectory going up. Don't want to get off this rocket ship right now because we're we're doing really really well we went well beyond seven figures um but it was that that was the turning point was that one moment and about seven months later i was just like I, i i felt this nagging even though i was in we had a successful business i didn't feel fulfilled and it was stress levels i wasn't happy you know outside of work it was all because I wasn't following the what I was meant to do is what I figured out. Um, so sometimes, as you know, it's the, the success and the money. If they don't fulfill you, you got to follow your passion and your purpose and find another path.
0: Oh yeah. I'm, I'm working. I'm feel I'm working on that. I, mm-hmm. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing is, is full time, just going in and creating content to inspire and help people. And, and listen, I, I got a, I got a good paying job. But like you said, that doesn't satisfy me doing this here, mm. being able to create this content, being able to have these conversations, speak to people like yourself and, and help other people improve their lives and help improve. make it, I just want to make an impact. And I feel mm. that my podcast gives me that, that opportunity. And I, I, when I started, I didn't know what it was going to turn out to be. And it's it's grown in the last year. Like I've been doing it three three and a half years now, or so, and this like this year alone, this last year, it's grown. And I, I'm like, I'm not surprised because I I put in a lot of work and and I mm-hmm. and I and I try to create the best content I can. And I'm just improving with each episode. Each episode, I feel like I'm improving, and so. But I just love to do it. I just, I just love being able to come on here, share my message, have my guests share their message and, and share because everyone has a unique story. Mm-hmm. And,
1: Absolutely.
0: And so to be able to share that with people, they might not have the same story I have, but something I say might resonate with them, something you might say might resonate with them and make an impact and be like, man, I didn't look at it that way. Maybe if I tried <laughs> that that way, it might work. So to be able to to do this and, and like you said, just once I started, once I finally built up the courage to, to release the episode, cause I really, I deleted so much stuff because I didn't know. <laughs> I, so, I hear you. I was so afraid of failing, right? And I was so afraid of what people were going to say. And when I finally got the courage to, to press record and upload it, I didn't know anything about podcasting. I didn't know about SEOs. I didn't know anything. I didn't know about descriptions, titles. I just wanted to get it up out there. So finally when I faced that fear and got the courage and, and released it, it was just like, okay, I got this. And it went from <laughs> seven, seven minute interview, seven minute podcast to and it just grew like each episode grew like five mm. minutes, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, to the point where I'm, I'm able to do 35, 45 minutes to an hour show. Hmm.
1: Yeah. You just took action, right? Sometimes it's like, yeah. you, you just have to do it. Like, I mean, when it's the same thing, when I was asked, when he asked me, like, how are you, are you going to be able to grow the podcast? I just said, yes. Then figured it out. It's like, okay, I got no other choice. I've already put myself feet in the fire to do this now. <laughs> um, So it's, it's good. Yeah. It's like taking that first step, you know, not, not being in that there's a good lesson there that you shared for the listeners that are listening and the viewers that are watching is that it was the same with us. And this is something that I had to learn. And I learned a lot of it from Pat, my partner, who was the voice of real estate rock stars, which you can actually still hear that show it's out there now. His name just isn't on it anymore. So we actually built something that's still surviving, which is really cool. Um, but he gave me a lot of permission to fail. Right. And I hate to even use the word fail, but I know what people understand when you say the word fail. Because yeah. to me, it's just a, it's just lesson, a data yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, to,
0: just, yeah. To us, is just a lesson. It's something we just learn. Yeah. Like, okay, we don't look at it as failure. I understand. I, I
1: feel you. Yes. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. You. I was actually on a podcast one time with this really cool dude. Um, his name's Anton. And we were having this discussion and he brought up, he was like, you just have to make failure fun. Right, it's like, and you just shift your mindset. You think about like it's just, you know, it's be grateful that you have the opportunity to, to not get it right, right? Um, but that was the thing about Pat that like really taught me a lot because he gave me permission. He was like, just we'd have crazy ideas, right? We were following, we were doing things like when I shared that we had a seventy-eight point six percent opt-in rate. The reason we were able to do that is because we quit listening to what everybody else was telling us what to do. And we actually had a, you know, one of those come to Jesus moments where we got together and we're like, this just didn't work. And we got to figure something out. Let's just not, let's just you and I get together. Let's figure it out. So we just, we, we shut out the outside noise and just gave ourselves permission to try something that felt intuitively right to us. And, What was funny is, is when I went to that marketing conference and when I was sharing that 78.6% opt-in rate, um, they were just like blown away. And we're talking about people that have been really super, super successful, made a lot of money, grew businesses in the space. To them, 28%, 30% is like exceptional. So when they were hearing our story, they were blown away. But then here's the funny thing about all that. Um, I remember one of them was like, well, that's amazing. He's like, seriously, you're getting like eight out of 10 people. Yeah. Yeah. And so we showed them the, nun- the numbers and everything. They're like, what are you selling on the thank you page? Are you giving them an opportunity to buy? And we're like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you got eight people saying yes, that they're showing. He's like, those are people that have raised their hand. They're interested. You got to give them a chance to buy something. So, That's how it was. We were just learning as we went along. We were learning these strategies. We were just, we were much like you. We were just taking the next step, figuring it out. If it worked, okay, now what's the next step after that? So um, that to me was a big learning process because even up until that point, which was about another like 10 years earlier in the entrepreneurial space, I was one of these people that constantly, as soon as i made the decision that I'm going to take the step, I'd start thinking, well, what if this happens or what if that happens? Right. So I'd sort of paralyze. And I know a lot of people go through this. So what I would like to just give people permission that are listening and watching is just, you know, just treat it like you said, like a lesson, like a data point. And just, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You do the next thing, right? Like if you would have accidentally, you know, forgot to put the description in your podcast the first time, it wouldn't have prevented you from the victory of actually getting one out and continuing to go forward. You could have just said, Oh, I can't believe I forgot that I won't forget it next time. Right. (laughs) So, um, it's just a lesson. So I love that. That's a good, good term for it.
0: I went back, like once I really started learning about thumbnails and, and descriptions and titles and proper titles and, and, and optimizing titles and all that, i i went back and i retitled episodes i put thumbnails on the episodes i put better descriptions Mm. in them it it was just i had learned and i was like okay let me just correct these correct the correct the um just like with with the with the with the artwork for this this show i have everything else i have your last name spelled correctly and everything else except the artwork and when you said the message i went and corrected
1: it. <laughs> uh, yeah no worry though that you're not the first person that spelled my last name with an n first so um but yeah thank you for thank you for going back and changing it so that's pretty awesome oh, but, no. yeah it's uh but i, and, and I it love it because I was just going to say, I love the fact that you gave yourself permission just to, to do things and then learn as you go. And then and you can, you can go back if you want to and make some changes um, or you could just go forward either way. It's a, you know, it's like you just do you and continue to follow your path and it'll work out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so as an expert podcast growth and monetization expert, what are the the key, key principles that entrepreneurs and podcasters should keep in mind to achieve success
1: gosh well the, one what i would say and it's funny because this is probably one that they're not expect. well you might expect a little bit of it um we had this in a group coaching call that i was hosting today with my students that you know don't forget that your audience they're not just download numbers they're not just listeners um they're not data points right that they're, they're human beings and human beings like to be seen, acknowledged, heard. Um, So one thing that we did that I fully believe was really responsible for a lot of our growth, even though it wasn't maybe a growth strategy, it was more of a retainment strategy, right? Like if you retain your good listeners and create loyal listeners, then you don't have to worry about constantly finding so many new ones all the time. Um, They'll do the promoting for you as well. But a lot of it is, is to, Remember that they're humans, that they like to, you know, they like to be seen and heard and ask them questions, read the reviews on your podcast, read their questions and answer them on your podcast, ask for feedback, always mention their names and talk about them. Um, People love that stuff, right? Even the negative, we would get negative feedback and we would read it and we would read these negative emails and then we'd talk about it and we would say, you know what? you were right. We were wrong. We're going to make a change um, because we're doing this for you, not for our own egos. This is for you. We're here to impact your life. So to me, that's one key. And the other key, the biggest mistake that I see, and this is once again, it may seem a little weird when it comes to growth, but it is to create, especially if you're an aunt, like I work with a lot of um, mostly with coaches, consultants, you know, business owners, agencies, people that have a business. And so their podcast is more than just a communication tool. It's like a we need to get clients. But what they often forget about is, is that your listeners need to become a lead before they become a client. So for me, it's always focusing on, and I see people missing this piece, even as a podcast guest, if you're just doing guest appearances, or if you have your own podcast, they miss the lead generation piece. That's really, really important. And creating the kind of lead generation that is not transactional, but also but creates a relationship with those people, right? It really over delivers. And so it's more than just like, hey, here's our PDF checklist. We'll um, ignore you for the next 11 months then we'll bombard you on Black Friday with 8 million emails, Right. It's like treat, treat it like a relationship, like a real human communicate with them, give, 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 and then maybe ask. And, um, that to me, those are, those are really powerful things to remember. And it all revolves around your listeners, right? Treating them like people. How would you like to be treated? See,
0: and right. And and you answered that next question. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was like, how do you view your relationships between podcasting and revenue generation? And it's and it is your audience. It's it's treating them mm-hmm. like humans. Is is acknowledging them. I have someone from some day ones that I'm always shout, shouting out, always always thanking them for for stopping by, leaving comments, especially now that I'm live for the past year or so. So being it, that's one thing I really do enjoy about going live it's to be able to acknowledge people when they come on and they leave a comment Mm -hmm. during the show. Cause now it makes them a part of the show. And and it it makes them like, Oh man, he said my name or whatever, but it makes it their show now as well. Cause now Mm -hmm. they get to comment, they get their comments shown on the screen. And and so that's why I enjoy the live so much and you can, and it, it saves me on editing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> yeah, really, there you go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have to edit now because now i'm doing live and it's out there so so I, I have a i have a great time
1: doing it live yeah so it's not and it's it's nice that you um acknowledge people that way because you're right because guess who guess who's out there helping grow your show now is those people that feel like they're a part of it because they feel like it's a part they're a part of it too right which um that's really important so that's a good, a good point. So, so
0: how do you, um, all right. Well, can you tell us more about your podcast profit school and the infinite impact method <clears throat> and how do these programs help help individuals in the podcasting world?
1: Sure. Um, so I'll talk about infinite impact method first. Infinite impact okay. method is more of like the principles behind how I work with people. Like um, when I left the previous business and the first thing I did was I didn't just jump into the next thing. I actually took some time to focus on me because at the time, like I said, I was really stressed. I was overworked a little bit. Um, I wasn't focusing on the right things and, I was having a lot of anger and, you know, issues, which if you met me now, you'd be like, what do you actually yell? But I would, I would yell a lot, um, get upset, very reactionary, right. Reactionary instead of responsive. So I took a lot of time. Part of that was creating a morning routine. Part of that was meditating. Um, you know, doing some reading, taking some time to sort of work on myself physically, mentally, spiritually. And, during that meditation one time, it was like the most profound experience where it felt like I was sitting on my front porch, which is directly in front of me. And it was as if I got downloaded these words and I sort of ran inside the house, came to my whiteboard, started writing out this like system, but I was teaching it to the blinds. (laughs) But as I'm doing it, (laughs) It felt like I was on stage in front of like 10,000 people doing this. I mean, it felt like I was in a whole different space. Um, it was like being in the, the more, most I can describe it as I used to play basketball, I coached basketball, but being in flow in that moment where it's just like everything else is not even there. It's just you in that moment of time. And that's where the infinite impact method sort of came through me. And um, those, what came to me were the words... Um, Well, the words and phrases is rise into your highest authentic self, which is pillar one. Pillar two is shine to attract and affect. Pillar three is simplify to take quantum leaps. And pillar four is serve to change lives. So everything in my business models from there forward has had that as the foundation. Right. It's like, okay, what's the piece that's going to help people rise into their highest self? And generally that's some sort of part of my offer that will have around belief or mindset, right? And then what's part of it that's going to help them shine their message and mission out into the world to attract people that are they're meant to attract and then affect them in a positive way. And to me, it's like podcasting. It just makes sense, right? So that's, these are like the foundational principles underneath the frameworks that I teach. So whether it's the, um, podcast ATM model, whether it's, you know, anything to do with that. I have this um, cash infusion day virtual event model that I teach that ties into the podcast. They all have the foundation of those four words, those four pillars, rise, shine, simplify, and serve. Um, so that's the infinite impact method. And that came from that. And so part of that led me to the next step was the podcast profit school. And Podcast Profit School came to me because, and part of my business model, as I was sharing earlier, I teach people how to grow their audience, move people from, um, basically, I teach them frameworks in their content to shift beliefs and shift identities in their listeners so that it helps transform them, not just inform them. And what that does is you're actually creating it's like you, you've you got this clay and you're molding them into the perfect dream client to work with you. So then we teach people how to move them from listener to lead and then lead to client. And generally that lead to client leap is come to this virtual event we're doing. We do these little short, I call them mini events. They're like one day, just a few hours. They're easy. You don't have to have a bunch of complicated tech. You just do it. They're cash infusion days where you enroll a bunch of people at once in your program. Um, but the thing that's so powerful is it takes people from a one-way conversation, which is the podcast, you're speaking to them to a two-way conversation where now these are very interactive, these virtual events, they're on zoom, but it's not a webinar. It's not slides. It's just you and them and the energy of the two of you having conversations and helping them and serving them. So they get a ton of value. So that's a huge shift because it takes people who have been listening to you and they feel like they know you already, but you haven't seen them or really talked to them to now you get to be in the room together virtually. Right. Um, So what I did was I realized that a lot of my programs doing these cash infusion days, my, one of my programs was like 15,000 to join. So it was a really higher ticket program, more expensive. A lot of people just weren't ready for that, but I wanted to keep serving them. So it came to me once again, just this intuitive thought was like, why don't you start this thing? Podcast profit school. So I immediately get up, I go to look up, see if the URL is available buy the by the web address. Yeah. Um, it is, I'm like, okay, it must be meant to be because that seems like that would be one that was already purchased, but yeah. bought it. So I created, it's a, it's a lower, um, it's a membership program. So you can join monthly, you can join annually. We just launched it, just sold out the founders, um, level. So now we're doing early bird and it basically, you get to have group coaching with me three times a month on how to follow this framework that I've created to be successful with your podcast, turn it into the engine that drives your business. But the, investment is like really, really, really low. Um, so it gives me the, it gives me the capability to serve more people to lift them up. And then maybe they'll want to join my next level program um, when I bring that back. So I've sort of shelved that to focus all my energy on podcast profit school and then cash infusion days, which I teach people as well that join my podcast profit school, but it's been really rewarding. I mean, I love, these people, they just totally appreciate it. They show up. We're learning together. I'm bringing in guest experts. you know, is like doing a podcast. You meet so many cool people. Yeah. Um, like I tell them, I'm like, I don't know everything. You know, you might think I know everything. I don't know everything. I, so I'm, I'm bringing in like a podcast guesting expert. I'm bringing in a guy who's good at setting up studios. I'm bringing in people that can teach you how to um, grow your audience on YouTube. So I'm bringing in my whole network to teach too. And today one of the students is like really good at using AI to generate a bunch of content based on their podcast episodes, whether it's video content, written content. Um, but that one episode and turn it into multiple promotion pieces by using AI. And I was like, well, you come teach this to everybody, even though you're in the program, you got to come teach this because, you know, we don't need so even the students are teaching and sharing their expertise so it's been really fun and rewarding and i'm excited to keep growing that and focusing on it
0: oh no i um, there's something i've been learning recently was ai i've i've delved into chat gpt i use cast magic for my audio podcast and it's me wanting to grow and develop because these are things that interest me like my mm-hmm. friend introduced me to ChatGPT in November when it came out last year, and I was amazed by it. And I started using it for my podcast, and and it's helped so much with the growth of my podcast, with giving helping me get more structure on my podcast. So that's why I've had the leap in numbers that I've had in the past year is because I really start like I really started diving into it, really learning how to really produce a show how to really put a Mm. show together because my first two two years i was still learning still green i'm still learning to to this day Mm -hmm. but now that i've started adapting these tools and 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 surrounding myself with people that know things that i don't know just like how you mentioned that (laughs) you don't know everything so mm-hmm. I've been attracting people to help me move, going on to the next level. Shout out to my man, feel better. He's helped me automate my, my, my podcast. Now I have a weekly newsletter going out mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. everything that I've, with all the content I produced for that week. And that was something, and that was something I didn't do. I, I added that it's helped grow my, my email list. Um, mm-hmm. my, my friend, Jeff Rilla shout out to him. We did a uh, an event for International International Podcasting Day. I was I, I hosted the event with my friend Maria Daniels, and I got to learn how to how to put together an event, and I, and he's always <laughs> teaching me stuff. So these relationships that I'm building because of the podcast
1: mm. has
0: helped me grow my podcast and and take it to one to one to one level, and and it's just gonna just keep growing because. I am making all this, this past month alone, I've had some phenomenal guests that I've learned so much from just mm. having these conversations and being able to speak to them and, and, and get a, get a little idea of what, what they're doing. And it's helped me. Like, I'm like, I'm so excited for what's, what's ahead.
1: Yeah. And that's it. A- that's one of the big benefits that a lot of people don't realize, you know, I've worked with a lot of um, entrepreneurs and a lot of them do mostly solo shows, but I'm like, that's good. If you, if you're an expert and you need to share your expertise, it's always, it's good to do solo shows, but I'm like, you need to guest on other shows because it's the relationships you build through podcasting and meeting these other people. And it's a very collaborative space. It feels less, it's not competitive as much as it is collaborative right it's like mm-hmm. um it's unlike any other sort of space i know in the marketing world where people just love to help each other and they hear what they may hear you mention something you know maybe you mentioned like you know i've i've been trying this and it hadn't been working and then as soon as it shows over they might be like you know what i know this person i need to connect you with them they could help you out with xyz yeah. Um, So it is relationships. You hit that nail on the head. Relationships are really powerful in the podcast space.
0: It it is, man. It it really is. And that's one thing I I harp on is, is networking and and attending podcasting events. And finally, if there's a local event near you, check it out. Cause you, that's what, Mm -hmm. that's one thing in order for you, for you to really grow your audience, you need to appear on other podcasts because that's a completely different audience that you can reach mm-hmm. them. And yeah. and so that's one thing I, I've been, I've been recently doing is collaborating with a lot of fellow podcasters that I know and going on their show today. I actually, I'm a guest today at 7 PM. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm doing a show. So it's, and she was actually a guest a couple of weeks ago on my show. So, but it, it's <laughs> these relationships, man, it's these relationships mm-hmm. that I get, I cherish And I love because it's helping me grow as a man, as a husband, as a father. Because just building these relationships and 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 some of the, my friend Cole Johnson. I love this dude. I've been we haven't met physically. We linked up through a mutual friend, and I consider him. I consider Cole a mentor. He is one of my truly best friends in life. Because mm-hmm. we've sat down and had some deep conversations, and I've learned so I learned so much about editing and creating intros and outros. But it, it's the personal relationship I've been able to build with him that's also made me a better person. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I love that aspect of it. I really truly this is why I love doing the podcast. I I love being able to come on and record and 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 connect with people and and. And it's like, had I'm not taking this leap. Where would I be at now? Like, would I be, a, yep. be, what kind of person would I be? Would I be this person that I am now? Cause I've grown in these three years from doing my podcast. So yeah. I, that's, I look at it as, as a blessing and I, I'm having a great time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's funny because, um, when I look back at it, you know, my first business partnership came from a podcast. <laughs> then when I went out into the world and started teaching what I had learned in the business that we had built, I had so many people that came to me that were like, well, can you help me launch a show, launch a podcast? So I was like, well, I don't really do that. I, I can help you grow it and make money from it, turn it into the the fuel that drives your business, right? And so I ended up meeting someone who did that. We ended up forming and we met on a podcast, right? She <laughs> did, I came, went on her podcast. We met, we hit it off. So we formed like a business relationship that helped both of us grow to new levels, just like you're yeah. talking about. And then um, right before I did this show, I was doing a, I was teaching a group of entrepreneurs, a new, um, we call it, we call it, of course, we're marketers, right? The secret Zoom interview strategy that attracts the perfect dream clients on autopilot, um, which it is. It's like this new. It's a, but it's a basically it's a podcast interview that follows a certain framework, where the the interview, the conversation is the sales funnel. It leads mm. people through it. So, and it's such a different experience than like showing up to webinars and things like that. But that person who is doing this with me that is my partner in this he runs a marketing and agency and has his own funnel building company and um we met on a podcast (laughs) right (laughs) it's like it to me it's such a great it, it it expands your world and you do you meet so many cool people so many people that will gladly help you grow your business gladly support you and gladly promote you. And I think that's the really cool thing about this space.
0: Yeah. No, it is. It is. Um the people who I've connected with in, in, in the podcasting world, and especially independent podcasters, because we know the struggle that we go through to to produce our shows. So we have that connection. Like we know what it is that we're going through with having to edit, having to sh- create show notes, having to create, because that's what a lot of independent, independent podcast, a lot of independent podcasters, they don't have a big team behind them. They're not right. like the celebrities right. where they have, or they just got to come up and, and show up and record because they have a big team behind them. <laughs> a lot of us, we we're we're, we're, it we're it. We are like, we're the last, mm-hmm. we're the editor marketing, everything. So that kind of (laughs) bonds us together because we know the struggles that we go through. So we like, Mm -hmm. we're more willing to help each other uplift each other because again, we don't have the machine behind us. We have, all we have is each other. So being able to connect with each other and and build each other up. That's why I feel like this is one of the best spaces you can be a part of is the podcasting community.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 100%.
0: So what, what's the Servpreneur Blueprint?
1: Um, this is something that I'm in the process. I actually have the trademark for it. I'm in the middle of it's getting copyrighted. Um, I'm going to be launching a podcast called the Servpreneur Blueprint. But it's really, it came to me once again, this came more through doing than just, well, it was more of like being first than doing, right? The way I showed up to so many people as I always, and this is, this is like got me in the room with some really amazing people. Um, but serving first, very serving, right? Like I'm always looking for ways to help others. And to me, that label was sort of given to me and it became known that, you know, like, Hey, if you jump on a call with him about your podcast, he's not going to just sit there and take you through a sales pitch. He's going to actually, probably give you like two or three strategies that are going to make you a bunch of money or help grow your audience or something and not expect anything in return. So to me, it was always like leading by service. Right. And so through that process, once again, I'm building out a framework around what I call the servepreneur blueprint. And I'm actually creating, um, because I, I've seen this too in the market as well with a lot of other coaches. Cause I, I taught, like you talked to a lot of podcasts. I talked to a lot of coaches, a lot of consultants in the space who got into what they're doing because they wanted to change lives. They wanted to create positive impact and they become very um, they find that the space can be a little disingenuous. Right. Like the whole market, online marketing and coaching space doesn't feel aligned with what they want to do. And I'm noticing that there's a lot of people out there that really want to serve. They want to change lives. They want to do things differently that don't feel sort of like the old way. I won't call them like really throw too many stones at them, but the old way of doing things that just don't feel as energetically aligned. So we've actually started um, creating, well, I'm going to be creating what I call the servepreneur movement, which is going to be more folks like myself that are, really looking to get out there and follow their unique path, their unique gifts, step into their purpose and get out there and sort of help create positive impact and change lives in a way that we can still do marketing and sales, but through that lens of service first. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just sort of a new shift in the direction that I've been going and you can see I've got on the, the shirt because sure. my daughter told me, My daughter actually told me she's 12 going on 13 now, but I think she was this a few years ago. She's like, why are you always wearing everybody else's shirts? You need to get your own shirt. The wisdom of a
0: child, right? Very (laughs) smart. No, very smart. And that's (laughs) absolutely correct. She is absolutely correct. Um, And that's something that I'm working on. I have, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give me some, I gotta give me a couple of caps and some shirts and, and I have to wear them online. because. Yeah. right now New york, i love the, i'm a big
1: yankee fan i love the new york yankees but right now they're getting free promotion for me so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right that's like we always tell i have so many people you know because i understand there's different um spaces in the podcasting world right you have some shows that are created to entertain and they're looking yeah. for sponsors and things like that and then the people i work with are mostly experts or coaches consultants and they'll often ask me like you know well Um, how do I get sponsors? I'm like, well, just start sponsoring yourself. Right. It's your (laughs) business. You need to sponsor yourself, right? You don't need to, because for one, you're not going to have the kind of numbers that are going to make you a lot of money. Cause I I can tell you, even when we were, we were at 150,000 monthly listeners, we had hit that sort of mark, even a little below that we had people reaching out to us, um, to, Wanting to sponsor, right? Like we'll buy, we'll just cut you a check guaranteed for like the next three months, six months, whatever to run a spot for us. And, um, we're like, no, because we can make 10 times that in a couple of weeks by sponsoring ourselves, mm-hmm. right? By showcasing our own services and products. So, to me, that's what the sort of the side that I come from. But yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. You sponsor yourself, showcase yourself, and get those words out there. Get your branding out there, and let people, um, you know, even buy your stuff if they want to. Who knows? You might have other people out there promoting you as well.
0: No, and and so my my, my boy Cole calls me Mister Big Up because I'm always shouting people out. Just like even earlier when I shouted out Phil and I shouted. Out because I, I i just feel like I then i always say this is how do i expect anyone to support me and promote me mm-hmm. if i don't do the same if i'm not always sharing enough not always promoting my friends and sharing their content how do i expect them to do that for me mm-hmm. and, and 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 it shows cuz they're always sharing my content they always somebody's always sharing something that i put out there and it's because that's how I am. I see if I see someone selling a house or whatever it is, I'm sharing it because yeah. I want to help them out. I'm gonna have okay. to
1: send you a serve I'm gonna have to send you a surpreneur t shirt now. <laughs> so cause it, that's the epitome of it, right? Like yeah, thinking about how can you create wins, it's it's creating the cycle of abundance, if you think about it, right? It's it's by, by giving and serving others, um, you're, you're putting abundance out there in the world, not living from that competitive place of scarcity. So you yeah. see the big picture and that's important, right? And I think that's the, that goes back to what we were talking about, about the podcast space. So many of them are from more of like, Hey, how can I, I can support you and help you because, um, that's how you you, you bring it back around to yourself eventually. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, so in the dynamic field of podcasting, how do you stay updated and continuously evolve
1: your strategies? For me, it's like learning from others, right? Like from my students, from the people in podcast profit school, from um, teaching and sharing. It's funny because it's funny how much you learn when you actually teach. Right. So I, I, I keep my I, and I and I I make sure to invest and get in the rooms of people that are doing things that are maybe if you look at, I don't like to measure success with other people's you know definitions, but you can see there's people that are you know have been in it longer than you that are doing things on a different level and you start to connect with them. So always investing to get in those spaces and then always finding ways to. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, like if you serve others, if you start reaching out to these people that you may think you can learn from, if you lead with the place of service, you're more likely to um, get access to them as well. So it's always, to me, I think that the biggest learning I get is just teaching. Like when I, when I start discovering things and then I start teaching others and I'm watching them get success and I learn from sharing with them it's so funny how things become more clear as you share with others, right? So, so many things that like I had big aha's when I remember one time I'm teaching and teaching and teaching about our, you know, the 78.6% opt-in rate. I know I keep bringing up that number, but I mean, it's etched in my (laughs) mind because it still blows me away, but I started thinking about it. And as I kept teaching people how to get more leads from their podcast, it hit me one day. I was like, Now I realized why we were able to get such a good number on opt-ins. It had nothing to do with our call to action. Had nothing to do with our headlines. It had nothing to do with our landing page. Had a little to do with what we offered because we did something like like by the time I left, we were giving away a resource area that had over two hundred free things in it. Talk about serving, right? But what I discovered was, and this is when I actually had the opportunity to. To um, I created a mastermind and Les Brown was actually a member of the speaker. Les Brown, the legend, yeah, was Les in Brown. my mastermind. Wow. Um, so he's in my mastermind and he shared this with me one time. I remember hearing him say something about you gotta make them thirsty, right? To get to get them to take the drink over here, you gotta make them thirsty. Now he's talking about like when he's speaking on stage, and if you want them to go like do that thing where they buy if you pitch at the end of your presentation. You got to make them thirsty. And the the drink is sitting over there waiting on them. But that's when it hit me. I was like, that's why we were able to get so many more leads because we created desire. It wasn't us necessarily. It was actually the guest. The guest was so good at sharing their strategy and what they were successful with. They created desire for the next step. And so when we offered people the next step, they took it because we made them thirsty. I was like, I finally figured all this out, but the way I was able to figure it out was by teaching and teaching and teaching and watching others implement, having their questions addressed to me. And it kept lifting up my knowledge, the more I gave to others. And I was like, Oh, I get it now. Finally, you would think after (laughs) being the one that created it, you'd know all along, but no, that's not the way it works. Sometimes, sometimes you just get, you think you just get lucky and it's like, Hey, we did something right. Now, if I can just figure out how we did it so I can duplicate it. Um, so, yeah. So you ask the question of how, how I stay on top of things. And a lot of times it is, it's just through discovery, through teaching and through sharing with others.
0: So, so this is what I'm talking about right here. Uh, I don't know who Facebook user is. Thank you though for leaving a comment. <laughs> this is, this is why I do it. It's for the, it's for this reason here. It's for people mm, Yeah. To get, to get this, and and when 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 you can make an impact like that, where someone feels like what we're talking about is important and it's some powerful stuff. Like, this is why I love to go. This is one of the reasons I transitioned to live. Even though mm-hmm. my my numbers were better when I was doing pre recorded, I don't care about that. That wasn't that to me wasn't important. It was the fact that I was able to connect with people in per, mm-hmm. in live, like right live now and 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 that's what to me is much more fulfilling
1: yeah I'd love to that. know too is like what did you find so powerful um what what was the one specific thing if you'd share it with us since we'll we're live that. you know why yeah. not Let's of keep, course. <laughs> keep it going and I would love to know because it really as you know if you can get one if you can shift one person then it, you've it's been worth it um no matter Absolutely. what that is and that's yeah. why that's why I'm actually I'm gonna end up having you on my new podcast. I didn't even ask. I just assumed. Right. But, um, (laughs) Oh, uh, listen, you ain't got to ask
0: brother. You ain't got (laughs) to ask brother. I'll be there. Just tell me the day and the time and I will be there.
1: Here's the thing is that it fits in perfectly with what you're talking about because, um, that was my inspiration for Chris. I've been interviewing some other podcasters, but I'm interviewing podcasters so that they would share their story of how, being in the podcast space, changed their life personally, professionally, whatever it is. Maybe they got an email from somebody that they heard them talk and it shifted their life, but it's to have moments like that, where you, you maybe give that one person a spark of inspiration to start their own show, right. To get their message and mission out there. Cause you and I know, because I heard you mention um, kids or at least one kid, I can't remember, but you, um, you can tell people all day long what they should do. But generally a lot of times if they hear their story in someone else's story, that gives them that little nudge and the permission to take the next step. So that's why I'm actually doing it. So hearing stories like yourself even and being able to share that with others will inspire others to potentially step out from behind the shadows and, you know, jump behind the mic and start their own podcast. Oh man, I have I have I have a story
0: for you, believe me. I have a story for you which just happened recently. Was with, with it happened within the last 2 months, like last month or so. Uh, it was, well, it we was will amazing. dive
1: into that. Yeah, I'll save it
0: for I'll save it because the audience my audience has already heard heard the story cuz Oh,
1: okay. I, I thought I was getting it. an exclusive. No, 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 but it's an impactful
0: story. It really <laughs> okay. is an impactful story. It really Yeah, is. I love it's it. Just the fact that yeah, the the message that I got from this person was uh, amazing. And so yeah, I definitely, have, I'm, I'm excited now. I'm excited to be a, be a guest of your show.
1: Yeah. I look forward to it. I hadn't even launched it yet. I've just basically this week, I started doing like little short 15 minute interviews with people just to s- get an idea of their story so I could tell it better when we got on the, the call together. So yeah, so I'm excited. So it'll be coming pretty soon. Expect to expect an outreach from me pretty soon to get a time to, to schedule a, an interview.
0: Okay, no doubt. Definitely. definitely. But um, I would love to continue this conversation, but we've almost reached an hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. I was a little late. Sorry, folks who've been here the whole time. Listen, um, it,
0: it's fine, man. You, you've made more than made up for it. More than oh, made well, up thank you. Thank you. But, this has been um, fun.
1: I've enjoyed it.
0: I, I've had a blast, man. I have, I've had a great time. But now you get the solo screen. You get to promote plug in a way, everybody, cause we didn't even get to talk about a lot of the stuff. Like, we didn't get talked talk about. <laughs> no, seriously. We didn't get talked talk about you being an author. We didn't get talked about, mm. we didn't get to talk about your, your, your licensing agreement with Russell Brunson. It's, it's, it's <laughs> this, is, this is some big stuff. Maybe we might have to have you back on.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it, all because of a podcast, it all happened. Right. So encouragement for folks to start a podcast for sure. Definitely. But, here you go. The solo screen is you. Oh, I appreciate it. So, um, well, first of all, grateful for those of you that are watching that are listening, um, for the opportunity to serve as well. But what I would say is, um, if, if you have a podcast and you are not growing your audience the way you want to, it's not fueling your business, it's not growing your business, then I'd love to have you come over and join us in podcast profit school It is, it's an amazing place, amazing group of folks. Um, You know, you can join monthly, you can join annually. Right now we're in the early bird stages. So we have amazing bonuses, amazing discounts. The time to get in is now. So that's the one thing I would say, that's the place that you're going to grow the most. And not just from me, from my knowledge and teaching, but from the people in the room that show up every day, very collaborative group of folks. And um, we're, we're growing a really cool community. So podcast profit school is where I'd say to come, you just go to www.podcastprofitschool and um, come join the fun. So yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you wise for having me. And I look forward to reciprocating by having you on my upcoming show. Uh-oh, I can't hear you. Yeah, I'm muted myself.
0: But um, I'm you. excited. I am so excited to be a guest on your show, man. This is that's gonna be fun. I'm like I'm definitely I love when it comes to podcasting. You,
1: you've encouraged me now, you've inspired me to do. I'm going actually I've, I've got a new group that I've created called Get Clients from Podcasts, um, which is sort of my free community. So we're gonna do. We're gonna start doing these interviews live to that group to give them some value to have a live audience, and then we'll put them out too. So see, you've even inspired me during this time. I've been thinking about it, but you gave me the the sort of nudge to get me down the get me rolling down the hill. So that's what we're doing. I'm 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 proclaiming it now. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad I'm Proclaim, oh, proclaiming it live and it's recorded. So I can't back yep. out. Right. You can't. Nope. It's it's live.
0: You can, you can catch the replay on, on, on the, the channel. Yeah. I, I will be sending the link and everything. And yeah. So yes, it is live. So <laughs> we'll hold them to it.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, but, this has been fun, you. man. I'm I'm I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Oh, no, thank you, man. Thank you for, for, for being a part of this, man. I, I, I I greatly appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun, but don't leave just yet. Let me close out the show. We'll chat. if you have okay, a little Can time. we give
1: a shout out real quick to somebody oh, else? Go ahead. We do. Go ahead. Because you and I, there's somebody in the space that I'm sure we're both mutually know about is amazing. Um, it's why we connected. It's Alex San Filipino. I think yeah. San, San Filippo, Filippo. There you go. Alex. That's, you. I, oh. Alex. Think, is my sorry, Alex Alex. Alex.
0: Alex has been a guest on my show. Yeah. I've yeah, had Alex, Alex on my show. And I've actually got to have lunch with Alex. I've been to the last two pod Fest. I've gotten nice. to hang out with Alex and build a relationship with Alex. I, actually, this past, the, the pod Fest that just passed, I went because Alex blessed me with two tickets.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's the pass. kind of
0: person he is. And, and because of pod match, as well, because of pod, listen, yep. Podmatch has made an impact because he is giving back to you independent podcasters. Mm -hmm. I've signed up for Podmatch is $6 a month. It is the best investment I've made. I've been able to connect with some fantastic guests like Evans here. This was, this was a beautiful interview. And, and there's certain people when you, when you interview certain people, I'm not gonna lie. I don't no. I don't charge to be a guest on my show, but the people I connect with on PodMatch, there's certain levels tiers that people sign up for, and if you interview certain tiers, you bur- you earn a commission. In the last, I've been doing it for a, a year and a few months now. Six dollars a month. I've probably made four or five hundred dollars because of Alex.
1: Nice. So it, yeah. it
0: it is it is it's very impactful what he's doing. Everything he's he has a a, a thing coming up very soon. I, I'm 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 ex, I'm excited for what he has planned and and just being able to share a space with him and, and be able to sit down and speak to him and p- pick his brain. oh yes. But yeah, shout out to Alexander. Yeah. He definitely. <laughs>
1: He didn't he's, know we were gonna make like that, we're gonna make half the episode about him. So he, <laughs> he he's very humble though, but what a great guy. He is. he is a great guy. So
0: he is, he is very humble. He is and people are like, oh, he's fake. Nah, that's Alex. That truly is who he is. And I got yeah. nothing but love for him. And and I, I, I got nothing to say. I got nothing positive to I got nothing but positive things to say about Pod Match and the Pod Pros community. Every, he's doing some great things so thank yeah yeah thank you for bringing alex up yes yeah yeah like, thank you he alex. If you're it.
1: watching or if you watch thank you thank you yeah. for all you do I, i'll
0: tag him i'll definitely tag him so you know <laughs> we, we will discuss him but uh thank you so much but again don't leave just yet let me close out the okay. show we will chat a little bit all right man that was a wonderful show thank you to everybody who tuned in Facebook user, for leaving your comment. I greatly appreciate it. I'll go on to Facebook in a little bit and check out who it was and send you a thank you. Um, Shout out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Shout out to the boss lady who's away for work, um, away for 10 days. Gonna miss you. Love you, baby. Uh, Shout out to Evans Putman for coming through it and, and and oh man having a wonderful conversation man i'm these are the conversations i love like i'm so energized right now i could probably i'm so excited for my interview coming up in, a, in about 50 minutes so oh man and um as always a big big shout out to all the essential workers out there god bless y'all be safe now your boy wise does it peace out